Welcome to Disability Matters with your host, Joyce Bender. All comments, views, and opinions expressed on the show are solely those of the host, guest, and callers. Now the host of Disability Matters, here's Joyce Bender. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the show. As you know, we've been having special shows about this COVID crisis we're all going through right now. But first, I just want to say... I hope all of you are healthy and safe. Friends and family, do everything you're supposed to do because you know what? This will pass. It's hard to believe right now, but it will. It will pass. And I must say hello to all my friends from the 17 countries that listen to this show. Uh, Gan Young at the embassy in South Korea. I'm Richard Roberts at the Embassy in Japan, in Okinawa specifically. I love you. And, you know, thank you for your support, all of you. And just stay safe. And hi, Mark. People's, formerly People's Natural Gas, Wells Fargo, and uh, the employment options. I thank all of you for your support. You know, actually, hi, Mark has been the lead sponsor for four years. Four years they have been the lead sponsor, and they hire people. That's the key, hiring people, as our other sponsors do. But I want to tell you, I cannot think of a better person to talk about the business impact from this and just, I'm telling you, this woman's a rock star. I'm going to just tell you. From when I met her, I had this affinity of spirits. You know, did you ever meet someone and you just know, oh, that's it. This is, I'm just connected to this person. That's how it has been since I first met Nidra Dixon. And I'm going to tell you what, she's got the passion. She cares about people with disabilities. Most importantly, she doesn't just talk it. She walks it. And she is the Managing Director of Global Supplier Diversity and Sustainability at one of the greatest companies that have helped people with disabilities, and that would be Accenture. Nidra, welcome to the show. Thank you, Joyce. Thank you very much. And it is an honor, believe me, an honor to be here with you today and also I want to say I, I, as well to your listeners, I hope everyone is being safe and listening to what um, is being said that we can do to help everyone combat this virus. So thank you for having me today. Absolutely. And you are a very powerful business leader. I'm telling you, when I first met you, it was Jill Houghton that told me about you and said, wait till you meet this woman. Wait till you meet her. And she was right. You are a fireball uh, and not only a good business leader, but a disability rights leader. And today, you know, I know you are the uh, managing director of global supplier diversity and sustainability. What a huge job that is at Accenture. And I know that you oversee this in 18 countries, but many of our listeners, they don't know exactly what that means. So would you take a few moments and explain your role to all of our listeners? Absolutely. Um, I think um, I've been with Accenture for 19 years, and I honestly think I have one of the most incredible 
roles at this amazing company, I get to find businesses that are owned by minorities, whether that is women or people with disabilities or are disabled veterans or are, you know, Native American, Asian American um, uh, owned businesses and not only get to help mentor those, but I ensure that Accenture is integrating those businesses successfully into our supply chain and helping our clients identify many of those businesses as well. So I know, Joyce, you and I have talked many times about um, iDisability and what you're doing, and I'm looking forward to the day for us partnering, which is so soon, and what we want to do. And it is very important for a lot of people to understand that just because you are a small, medium enterprise doesn't mean that you cannot bring value to large, complex organizations such as Accenture. And I think that is the key that we want to do, and a great part of my job is meeting such exciting business owners as yourself, Joyce, because you have to have patience. And you definitely have that and since our first meeting and adding value. And so I get to take all of that and make sure Accenture can work with that and bring value to our entire workforce and to our clients. Well, thank you. But I want to say something about what you just said, Nidra. There are many people right now in your position throughout the world. They don't all include disability-owned business enterprises, they don't make it a point to work with a disability-owned business enterprise. And you, from the day you told me, you never gave up on making it happen. And for those of you listening, and I already know you know this, whether you're in the United States or in South Korea, no matter where you are, listening to this show, there aren't enough Nidras. If there were, we wouldn't have the situation we have in this country right now where we're trying to encourage business owners to become certified. But right now, I'm sure you know from you know watching the news what has happened. And a lot of those small uh, companies are no longer in business. And so just that Nidra is doing what she can do is... More than helping people, Nidra, at times, you're saving lives right now. So, you know, I could not speak highly enough of you um, and, and what you're doing. You, you just are absolutely awesome. Well, let's talk about Accenture. I love Accenture because you're the company that did all that research and came up with that data that for once and for all, as Ted Kennedy says, you can sit down with someone and say, see, if you hire people with disabilities, you're this much more profitable. So you all know that this great work was done by Accenture, pro bono, they did this, and that one thing has impacted so many CEOs and business leaders. Um, But COVID-19, What is Accenture doing? What are you doing for your employees during this time? Well, I I think a couple of things here, um, and and I want to encourage everyone to to look at that research that was done on getting to equal 
because I think you, you mentioned something so important is that people see now the benefit uh, and the return of investment on what you can do, the talent that you're missing by not wanting to include people with disabilities. And that is the key right there. You're missing such amazing talent and innovation skills that I want to make sure that everyone understands. And Disability In has just been simply amazing to work with and also with the, the American Association of People with Disabilities to collaborate has just been amazing. And, and that brings me to the COVID-19 um, because what Accenture did um, just made me realize, once again, I'm excited to work for such a large corporation. Keep in mind, we have over 500,000 employees globally, and that is a lot of people. We have calls daily, and the first message that always comes out is the health and well-being of our people. And I think that's where everyone needs to ensure. Business is coming. Business is going to be there. But the, the health, and that includes the mental awareness of your employees, is very important. And that was made evident down from our CEO, Julie Sweet, all the way down to who I report into, Kai Noacell, which is our chief procurement officer. So with that, it was really important that we made sure that each one of our employees could work from home. Now, if you think about 500,000 employees, that becomes difficult. And then you think about our employees that need to make sure that their workspace is accessible. So not only did we make sure we are aligned with our, our health and our mental awareness, but our CIO team was so instrumental in making sure that our global IT accessibility practice made sure that everyone had the workspace and the capability they could to work from home. So, Joyce, those two things and alone just meant the world to me. And the third one actually threw me for a loop, and I rarely get surprised. But they asked me, how was our small, medium businesses doing? Was there anything that we needed to be aware of? And that right there just showed me, wow. Accenture is doing really everything that they can in this very difficult situation. Wow. That is amazing. I mean, that really is amazing. See, I mean, I will forever love Accenture because of that report. And by the way, how do our listeners see this? Do they go to your website? Yes. You can go to our website at um, www.accenture.com. And you can search on Getting to Equal, and it will come up. And it is an amazing research um, that has been done. And I can say if anyone is having that conversation and you need to have that document, as Joyce said, see, it's right here, then that is the document that you can download off our website and go in and have this conversation with research right there. You're, you're missing money on the table, money, innovation, great people, missing it right there. And here's this document that can start that conversation because in finding anytime you're dealing with small businesses, it's an education issue. 
you're constantly educating everyone of the benefits, the return on investment, the innovation, and just the overall amazing people. So please take a look at that. And, and Joyce, if there's anything we can send out with the link in it, I can do that as well. Oh, that would be awesome. You know what, Nidra, I know our next slogan. It's you're leaving money on the table. I love that. <laughs> we got to yes, use that. I, I We're like hiring that. people with disabilities. You're leaving money on the table. That's going to be a Nidra slogan we're going to lose, uh, use. You know why I want to use that? It's so powerful because instead of it being, oh, please, please, it's you're leaving money on the table. I'm going to tell Ted Kennedy he has to have this Nidra slogan. <laughs> made i love that and see what what we're all talking about is as my friend uh ted kennedy jr is the chair of aapd but he is mr disability equality index so he is very very involved with disability in and as i said work directly with accenture you know on this this great report but as he said forever it's people like me or him or Nidra saying, oh, you should hire people with disabilities. It's really great for the bottom line. You should hire people with disabilities. There's a great return on investment. That is not the same as, and here it is. Here are the facts. Here's the data. That is what made all the difference. Uh, and I'm sure that even you have seen that, Nidra, when you talk to other businesses, how uh, excited they are and maybe even surprised when they see that. Absolutely. And, and I think, again, that's where education is such a key because everyone either has these misconceptions about, you know, not only working with small business but people with disabilities, that they can only do a certain job. No, there are technical roles. There are very, you know, difficult, very intricate roles that can be done just by educating um, the right people and the right elements of what's needed. And and the other thing is, too, everyone thinks that, oh, I don't have the right um, software. I don't have the right office. Yes, you do. You just got to have someone to tell you exactly what's needed. So that's why every year when I do my fiscal year goals, I include educating the stakeholder because that will never go away. You can never stop teaching someone what they don't know, and in a good way. It's, it's not seen as a negative way. It gives you an opportunity to teach someone something that they don't know, and I love our slogan, so they no longer leave money on the table. We're going to make oh, sure we get that yeah. going, Joyce. <laughs> oh, yeah, you got to get that going. That is so good. That is really good, Nidra. Um, well, at your company right now, so People with disabilities that work for Accenture, I think what you were talking about before is that you are making sure that everyone has the accommodations that they need at home. Exactly, especially with COVID-19 and everyone, you know, adhering to what, you know, is being said to stay home and only going out for the essentials. We need to ensure that everyone has that ability to work from home because not everyone, you know, has that, that ability to be able to have that safe space, that productive workspace. And actually Accenture is calling it our elastic 
um, it's the elastic digital workplace. So we've got to be able to be flexible with this new workplace that's coming in, and that includes being digital. And so we formalized a group that we have as that's our global IT accessibility practice, and this team ensures that everyone has, whether it's the software, whether it's the right machine, whether it's the right keyboard, whether it's the right desk, everything that you need to be productive in a safe environment. And and that is, is always evolving, right? And that's something, are we experts at it? Absolutely not. But am I just <clears throat> amazed at what we've been able to do? Yes. And and that's where I think that, you know, we still have to make sure that we're learning and making sure everything. And, again, I cannot say how important it is to have the right software. And, and we partnered with Microsoft on this. And, you know, Jenny LaFleur is just amazing. I'm just in awe of her. And what we've been able to partner with Microsoft on is to test a lot of these things. What we might do, and we're like, yes, this is great. And we go and test it and have our global IT accessibility team test it, and it doesn't work. And so collaboration is so important, and I think in COVID-19, what we're going to see is that corporations are going to have to partner together as well as partner with small, medium enterprises and partner with our um, businesses that are owned by people with disabilities so that we can know we're doing it right. Yeah. I mean, that is such good advice. And may I say, anyone listening to this show, you know you can hear this show on demand. You can go to Spotify, Apple, Voice America, or you can subscribe to my radio show, Disability Matters, on Voice America to get the podcast. You make sure you share this show with other business leaders because everyone has to hear this, what Nidra's talking about, that you can work from home. If you have the accessibility to go with it. And that is uh, wonderful what you're doing, uh, Nidra at Accenture. So, Nidra, you are, as I said before I even met you, you are recognized as a very passionate uh, leader and advocate for people with disabilities. Why is that? Like, how did that happen? Well, I I am definitely, um, I'm a... Daddy's girl, I absolutely loved my father, and um, my father was a disabled veteran, and um, he served in the Vietnam War, and there were things that he couldn't do that I didn't understand, because some of them weren't visible, and when I learned that things did not have to be visible, and they still needed to be accessible, then I knew at some point I needed to be engaged to 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 get there and to help those and have that voice for others. And as I progressed my career through Accenture and as things got more, I was I was to be honest, I didn't even know Accenture was was you know wanting to do this, but we just needed to work together and figure it out. And I just saw it as a blessing that wow, I get to literally help people not only do amazing things, but build better communities and give an opportunity to someone else. 
my whole career through Accenture, someone has helped me. And I think that is my obligation to pay it forward and help someone else. And so watching and knowing people that might not have a visible disability, that I can be that voice for them. I can help educate others. I can help develop a software. I can be a part of a team that could help utilize a software that could build another community around the world. It didn't just have to stop in my little in my little network. This is something that could be done globally. I think that's pretty darn cool. Oh, I do too. And you know what? We all don't think enough about that what you said. My whole career someone helped me and now it's my turn to help someone else. That is so you. You know that, Nidra? That is so you, but it's so universally true. People forget about that. You know, they get in their own little world and, you know, wherever they are and they forget, someone helped me get here. You know, someone helped, hired me, someone helped me get into this position. There is always that someone that helped you. And by the way, I've never asked you this, but like what made you go into the, the uh, field you're in, you know, working in supplier diversity? What, what made you well, want to do it's, that? It's, it's interesting because I um, started out, of course, as most people at Accenture engineers, and comp science because I always wanted to build something. And, um, and then as I progress through um, my career at Accenture, you know, you, you get through and you're like, wow, I really like working here, but I'm missing something. And, and that's the great thing when you work for such a large corporation like Accenture. If something's not there, they will say, go create it. And, and as I took on a role in procurement, I started seeing everything that we were purchasing and, and what we were doing to augment our, you know, our consultants, our staff augmentation. And I realized, I was like, wow, we could be doing a lot more here. And then the great thing with Accenture is I took that to my sub- supervisor and said, I think we could do a little more here. And they're like, okay. Let's go do it. And I was like, really? (laughs) And hence, I took over this role in supplier diversity, and we were in about maybe seven countries. And as you said earlier, we've grown to 18 countries where we have, um, you know, supplier inclusion and diversity, and it's constantly growing. And I realized that being able to do that, and now it literally comes from our CEO down, which is just amazing. And there are so many other corporations that are doing the same, and I get to work with them at Disability Inn. Um, it's, It's just that every time you do something, you know you can do just a little more. And so Accenture has allowed me to not only help but to also mentor, and that's one of the things we have is in our mentor program what we call DSDP, which also used to be what Disability In um, had a program, but we call it our um, Diverse Supplier Development Program. And I get to take these businesses and partner them with very senior Accenture people and help them grow their business. And in our last class in the U.S., we had four businesses um, that were owned by people with disabilities that are now doing work with us or our clients. Wow, that is awesome. 
That is really great. Um, well, was that a hard move for you to go from engineering to supplier diversity? Nitra, was that hard? Not at all. Not at all, because every day um, I'm still applying a lot of the same principles on, you know, taking a concept from the beginning to the end. I'm, I'm still looking at the supply chain side of things because um, I've worked in supply chain a lot in my career at Accenture. So I think that, too, um, allowed me to have a natural progression because our goal is to really help these businesses grow. Our goal is to continue to educate the masses of all of the great innovation um, that's there and that more could be done in an accessibility workplace um, that could be done more with technology. So to me, it's just been a very happy progression um, in this, and I still get to apply some of those same principles. Yeah, that makes sense. Well, that's great. I'm glad you are in that area. Uh, But right now, as you know, every show on the half hour, we have our news break, Advocacy Matters, and we have our anchor, Perry Jude Radisick. Are you there? I am, Joyce. Thanks for having me. Yes, certainly. So, Perry Jude, what are you going to talk about today? Well, Joyce, one of the, there are many big topics uh, of discussion within the community. Uh, one of them is medical rationing. And, uh, it, you know, it's been addressed on your show previously, but we want to give an update on medical rationing and uh, what's happened uh, since you last discussed it on your show. So with the COVID-19 outbreak, many in the community have been very concerned about people with disabilities facing discrimination when medical resources become scarce. So uh, the Center for Public Representation, the Bazelon Center, and the protection and advocacy organizations have gotten together, and then again with many statewide disability organizations, and many of us, including Disability Rights Pennsylvania, have written letters to our governors requesting a non-discriminatory policy We've restated various civil rights laws that don't discriminate against people with disabilities. Now, some of these groups have even filed complaints directly with the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, the Office of Civil Rights. We call it OCR for short. Now, soon on our website, you can find all of this information at www.disabilityrightspa.org. Uh, and we'll have, for example, uh, Disability Rights Washington with Bazelon and the Center for Public Representation filed one of those very complaints with uh, the uh, Office of Civil Rights at the Department of Health and Human Services. And then you can find our letter to, the, uh, to Governor Wolf here in Pennsylvania. So over the weekend, OCR released a bulletin based on hopefully some of this pressure all of these organizations have been applying that ensures that entities covered by federal civil rights laws comply with these federal statutes and regulations during the COVID-19 outbreak. Now, again, on our website, you'll be able to find uh, this uh, HHS uh, bulletin that was issued over the weekend. Now, just a a couple of snippets from that bulletin, and the Office of Civil Rights is saying that these entities have to be focused on ensuring 
that they do not unlawfully discriminate against people with disabilities when making decisions about treatment during the COVID-19 health care emergency, which is fantastic. That's what we want emergency rooms and doctors to be focused on, applying treatment, not worried about having to make decisions about life or death in that situation. Now, this guidance is important because it applies to all health care providers across the country, period. Now, we know that people with disabilities have always been stereotyped and have been treated as less than valuable to society. This is where we think many of these beliefs, uh, where many of these treatment decisions and ethical decisions come from is based in stereotypes. So many in the disability community still remain concerned that these stereotypes will still come into play. So we still have to monitor this. You still have to complain to Bazelon, Center for Public Representation, and the PNA Network, and that's where advocacy matters. Monitor, report, and be aware because that's what's important in our community. So if we all work together, we can ensure that there will not be discriminatory decisions made that impact people with disabilities during this pandemic. So again, go to disabilityrightspa.org for all of this information. Hopefully by the end of the day, we'll have this up uh, and you can review all of this information that came breaking over the weekend. This is so important what Perry Jude's talking about. This is meaning that you go to the hospital, they have to give a ventilator to someone, and they say, oh, this person's 40, healthy, oh, wait a minute, this person has cerebral palsy or whatever the disability is, even though, of course, that person can function like anyone else, and they choose to give the ventilator to the healthy in their mind healthy person. In other words, there are times people with disabilities are being uh, left out, expendable. And that cannot be, oh my goodness, that's like eugenics. I mean, that cannot be. So I hope you will go to uh, Pennsylvania Disability Rights PA and, I mean, Disability Rights Pennsylvania. I hope you will go and read that and speak up And we'll be having Perry uh, on again next week. And we're going to try to have uh, Leah Katz-Hernandez, who worked for First Lady Michelle Obama and and then in the the, uh, West Wing of the White House when you went in and you had to uh, see the president or whomever. uh, You had to go to her, and she is a person who is deaf. And now she is in the CEO's office at Microsoft. We're going to be having a show about interpreters right now, the need for interpreters, and Leah is going to be our guest. So uh, keep up the good work, Perry Jew. you got to keep us informed of what's going on. We will, Joyce, and uh, thanks for everything you do. All right. Have a good day. These are trying times there, Nidra. That is, I mean, but such important information, right, that goes about back to what we talked about, that is very important information. Yes, and you would, everyone needs to know that. And there are people with uh, intellectual disabilities, such as Down syndrome, that have been told in so many words, well, it wouldn't be you. I mean, this is terrible. This is like, uh, 
I, I mean, this is unheard of, but thank goodness we have AAPD and the Bazelon Center on Mental Health that Perry Jew talked about. I'm on the board, and we have great people like Nidra, but we're going to we're, we're, we're going to speak up. We can't let these things happen. I mean, it's terrible because it's choosing who you think deserves it, which means it- that's letting someone else die. Exactly. And and that's where I think, you know, where we come in and my role and why it's so important because it's important to speak up for those that don't have the ability to do it and call out those that are doing these just horrible things, you know, whether it's not knowing or not caring. We cannot let things like this pass in this in this time, in such a critical time right now. So another reason why I think it is, you know, I can't, everyone's like, oh, you're not traveling, so your schedule is clear. No, this is more critical now to actually get the message out and collaborate and make sure we are speaking up for those people, Joy. So I, I think the time is critical now, if not now, when? If not now, when? That is so true. And I'm telling you, there are some uh, states in the South where, you know, they have to choose with the ventilator and, you know, they're discriminating. So I'm telling you, everyone, you've got to be vigilant right now because just as Nidra said before, we're all in this together. You know, we all have to look out for each other. We do. We all have to look out for each other, um, and we've got to speak up. Please go to disabilityrightspennsylvania.org uh, and read that article that will be out there tomorrow. And, Nidra, you know how you were saying that it's a time now where, you know, you're looking out for people and also how Accenture asked you about small and medium-sized businesses that you work with, what is happening to them, uh, which some of them will go out of business, which is terrible. But I wanted to ask you, Um, What advice do you have for other heads of supplier diversity like you? What advice do you have for them about continuing to invest in Dobies and and not let disability-owned business enterprises, uh, you know, whether it's a a minority-owned, veteran-owned, no matter what it is, what advice do you have for them? The advice I have right now is, get involved more now than you ever have and and we get to do it from home and i would say you know definitely reach out to disability in and one of the things that that you know we were going to do accenture and disability in was to bring some of our corporates together and really start to think about how can we get more dobies involved and let's try and look deep into our own supply chains. Because if you think about, you know, there are some businesses that are definitely suffering due to this pandemic, but there are other businesses that are thriving. How can we help both? 
How can we be that bridge to really look deep in our own supply chains and see what we can do? And no, you know, I know everyone cannot help everyone, but I just feel like if we collaborate together, then we can be stronger together. And I think that everyone should really start looking at their supply base you know, their Dobies, their MBEs, WBEs, and really start having those great conversations. Because at a conference, we're always running, we're on the move. Let's take this time and have those meaningful conversations and not passing things through so fast. And, and I say this out loud, Joyce, because I'm taking my own advice, because I, I get to slow down and really now go and look at, okay, now is the time for me to bring in iDisability for us to work with them. Now I can sit down and reach more people and not rushing to do it. And, and I, my advice is take a deep breath and let's have those meaningful conversations to find Dobies that we can help or we can mentor during this time. Anything, sometimes it doesn't have to be monetary. We have great skills. We have great trainings. Let's see where we can help everybody in this time. Yeah, I, I, amen, I agree with you. Um, that is what it's all about. And I'm going to tell you something. You don't forget these things. You just don't forget uh, people that reached out to you, you know, people that were kind to you, especially when you're going through this devastating uh, time with the coronavirus. I mean, it really is a time you remember. And that is why I hope you remember disability-owned business enterprises, um, and I know many of them are listening to the show right now. Uh, Nisha, what advice do you have for them for, I, uh, for I Adobe? Think, I think at this time it is important for you, um, and, and one of the things I've always said, and I like to call it persistent patience, um, be persistent because you believe in your business, but be patient with us supplier diversity personnel that we had so much on our plate. But I think this time is the right time to reach back out to your contacts and let them know the great value you have in your company. Because a lot of us might not have had the time or we wanted to or we were behind on something. Take this time now to show that great value that you can add to this new workplace. Because I, in just my own personal belief, I believe that the workplace is changing. I think it's going to be forever changed. And I think many Dobies have great, um, whether it's a product, a service, or just helping, you know, with staff augmentation, anything that they can help really hold together some of these supply chains with large corporations. So reach back out to your contacts and let them see the value. Let them see they're leaving money on the table. Let them see you can partner together in a time that everyone needs to come together. Yeah, this is this is a time. And so many people listening, I, I hope you take that advice. You know what I liked when you said about, what do you call that? 
Persistent patience, is that it? Persistent patience, yes. Yeah, but it's true. I mean, it is true. I even used to tell people when I first got started, since my uh, main business was finding employment for people with disabilities, oh, my goodness, it would take so long when I first got started. But you have to be, you have to have perseverance. You have to, because it doesn't just happen overnight anywhere. I mean, that's just the reality of how it is. But if you're listening right now, listen to what she said, what Nidra said, and don't give up. Hang in there. Um, This is going to pass. But right now, as she said, get in touch with everyone. And you know what? Even if they can't do anything for you right now, it's still a good idea to get in touch with them. Just to touch base. Don't you think, Nidra? Absolutely. I I think that is so important because at this time now, we're looking for those businesses, and especially Dobies that can help. And and maybe there is even something that, you know, a corporation might not even know that they need help in. And this is why I think it's very, you know, helpful to stay on their radar and bring back up that capability that you have and let them know you're here to, you know, collaborate because it is going to be so important that we all collaborate um, in this new workplace. We are going to have to collaborate together in order to move past this. Oh, I agree with you. I really think the workplace will be changed. Uh, I, I really do because I read this article after uh, the Depression, you know, and I can still remember my mother saying this, you'd be eating dinner at the table, waste not, want not, there's other people starving, <laughs> better eat that food, and you know, that was the Depression, you know, that stayed with people, living through the Depression. Then after 9-11, there was this incredible surge of fear about terrorism and terrorist acts. And then all of a sudden, people became hyper uh, secure about their own uh, identity and their credit card and everything else. After this, I really believe there will be more collaboration. And I believe probably there will be more teleworking. What do you think? I definitely think there will be more teleworking. I think people are seeing that we can get things done over the phone, uh, video conferencing, Microsoft Teams, Zoom, everything. I think people are seeing that we can be more mindful of doing things um, virtually. There will be some things need to be done in person, and I think we'll do that accordingly. But I think everyone is now thinking, okay, maybe we can, you know, do some things virtual, which I think is so important. And and I think for my counterparts, if there's any of my counterparts listening there, this is a great time for us to showcase what our Dobies and our small medium businesses can do. For example, one of my small businesses had um, hand sanitizer. We couldn't find them anywhere, and they had some. I was able to leverage that through my small, medium business and ship that to some Accenture offices. And that opened the eyes to other people within Accenture to say, wow, this small, medium business was quick to do it, more nimble, and got something to us that we needed right away. And I think that's important for us to share those stories when they happen. 
and and that's that's why I say we're leaving money on the table, Joyce. We can't leave, leave money any on money on the there. table. <laughs> We cannot I love that. that. Telling you that's the Nidra new slogan, leaving money on the table. See why I like that, as I said before. People with disabilities, I always say, they need paychecks, not pity. People with disabilities want to work. People with disabilities can work, and just as this uh, Accenture report showed, help you be more profitable. And I love that saying because it's about return on investment. It's about it, money. It is return on investment. Joyce, I think you said something very important. It's, you know, people want to work. And it's not, and, and I don't want to put those jobs that just, oh, they can only do this. No, they can do anything we want them to do. And, and that is so important. And that includes very technical roles. I don't want um, people with disabilities to be ruled out, oh, this is too technical, oh, this is an engineering job, and I I want that to make sure that that's out there. We place people with autism working at one of our pharma clients who is now the technical lead, and he has autism. Amazing, leading a very technical team. It's just a matter of educating people on what needs to be done. And look at the results. Look at the results. And then we take those results and we make sure everybody knows those success stories. Oh, that is such a great idea. First of all, to anyone that is listening that's involved with disability, and although you can be sure that I will be relaying this back to disability, and what a great time to do what Nidra just said. You know, to to talk to each other, collaborate with each other, uh, people in supplier diversity, and come up with these stories. And come, I mean, that story you just told is unbelievable. Who would ever think that would happen about the hand sanitizers? I mean, that's amazing. Isn't that amazing? And and I just put out a message to a few suppliers who I know were, you know, product companies. And Joyce, I mean, the turnaround was then a day and a half. And, wow. and that is so amazing to let everyone know because I, I don't want to ever hear, oh, they're too small. <laughs> I, I, I hate those words. <laughs> if I have to say that myself, it's, you know, so I want to let everyone know the small, medium businesses are so nimble, so quick, so innovative. My Dobies are so amazing, very technical. And then this digital world that we're going to be going to and working more remotely, yes, we need to make sure that those are accessible and that we can do everything we can to ensure safe and working environments. Well, all of you uh, supplier diversity heads that go to Disability in, you heard it. You heard Nidra. Good time to get together and look at, uh, you know, success stories. As I said, Nidra, just that one story is unbelievable. That is really a great example um, of what you said. You know that don't judge by the size because you know what? Just as Nidra alluded to, you can need a product and go to a huge corporation and oh my goodness, it takes so long to get something done, but not with a smaller company. More nimble. Absolutely. More responsive. So, uh, Nidra, I want to tell you something. I just thank the world of you. 
And for all people with disabilities listening, you hear the things she's saying that she wants to do? She will. She will do them. And you know, we going through this terrible time together, Nidra, all of us around the world with disabilities, we need more Nidras. And I thank you for what you're doing. I really do. Because even just helping one disability-owned business enterprise is helping so many other people with disabilities. The larger you get, the more people with disabilities you can hire. And I'll tell you what, a year from now, I'm going to say, Nidra, come back on. And I'm going to say, remember when you were on during that COVID crisis? And you're going to see that Nidra is still going to be doing this, but you're also going to see how we're going to remember everything that happened in the past. Because now is the time. In the future, you'll be sitting there and you'll be saying, how are we going to hire people? How are we going to find people? No matter what you think, that day is going to come again. And isn't it great if you already are working on it now? So with that, Nidra, first of all, thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you, Joyce. I am just honored to be here. I, it's a pleasure. I feed off of your energy, off of your good spirit, and I just want to say thank you for allowing me to be your guest. I look forward to working with you, and I look forward to paying it forward to continue to work with more Adobe businesses in the future, so thank you. You're welcome. Um, and Nidra, do you have a special message other than that? Do you have anything else you want to say to our Adobe's? Well, no, to everyone, everyone around the world listening to oh, you. Oh, I want to say to everyone around the world is to, um, if we ever needed a time to work together, the time is now, and that means I would love for the Dobies to work with their corporations and for the small businesses to work with everyone that together we can get over this and remember corporations or even with other Dobies when you're talking to corporations, tell them they're leaving money on the table if they don't work with you. Money on the table. There it is. There's that... I love it. I'm telling you, that has to be our slogan, Nidra. I'm going to be telling them. I'm going to tell them. I love that. And you are the originator. So we'll put the little trademark there with your name, Nidra. Well, every show, when we end the show, we always end with a quote. And I just think, I love this. I love this quote. And boy, does it not apply to what's going on right now. And that is... Life's most persistent and urgent question is, what are you doing for others? Said Martin Luther King Jr. What are you doing for others? And right now, even a little thing, even just checking up on someone, even that phone call, even a smile, everything counts right now. This is Joyce Bender, America's Voice where disability matters at voiceamerica.com. Be kind. Talk to you next week. Voice America would like to thank you for tuning in. Please join us next Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time and 2 p.m. Eastern Time for another installment of Disability Matters right here on the Voice America Variety Channel. We are the leader in live Internet talk radio. VoiceAmerica.com. Thank you.